Hey, podcast family. Welcome to Motherhood in Black and White. I'm Kanji. I'm Tara. And this week, we are going to talk about summertime magic. Tara, did you realize that this week is the 30th anniversary of our summertime anthem? I did not. But the minute you said summertime, it started playing in my head. So that is my jam. (laughs) It is. And it's hard to think that this song came out 30 years ago. That makes so, me feel a certain way. So podcast family, the song, of course, that I'm thinking of is Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. So here it is, a groove, slightly, slightly transformed, transformed, just a bit of a break from, from the, the norm, norm, just a little something to break, break the monotony of all that hardcore dance that it's gotten, gotten to be. be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we're going to break the monotony of some of the heavier, harder conversations that we've had, which are necessary, mm. but to talk about summertime fun. Yeah. Summer times of the past, summer times of the present. And then what we envision for summer times of the future as we are parenting adolescent kids who are on the cusp of teenagedom, mm-hmm. right? And what it's like understanding and knowing we only have a few more years of summer left with our boys. That makes me that makes me feel away. <laughs> Tara, you got real emotional. I know it. It's been on my mind lately. This this uh this eleventh birthday coming up is been on my mind that I'm like, oh God, I mean, we've got less years ahead of us with him at the house than we do behind. You know what I mean? You got visibly emotional. I know, I know. It's been on my mind. It's like, uh, it's really been on my mind a lot. So you hit a little something right there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. And I just said we were going to make this fun. I know. It's okay. I'm with you. I'm okay. It's all right. We'll get back on track. <laughs> I'm going to have to wrap some more DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh please, Prince please. lyrics. No, but so summer 2021 is upon us. Our kids are out from school. We are planning to head out and summer 2021 is going to look a whole lot different than summer 2020. Right. It's going to be a lot different this year. So you've noticed this and I noticed this just in the last week as we've left the house. It feels as though in more and more parts of um, our community that the pandemic is lifting. Haven't you noticed that? I have. I mean, uh, we were just talking about how we went out last night and it was, you know, a lot fewer masks on. Some people are still wearing them, but most places aren't requiring them. I mean, we're definitely feeling like we're back to pre-pandemic times. And Roman is 12 and he will be fully vaccinated next week, which means that um, we are looking into planning and going somewhere as a family for the first time since March of 2020. Right. Now, when the pandemic kind of gripped the world, our family was on spring break. Mm-hmm. We decided to save all our coins up. We we took a trip to Maui with another family that we we're very close with here in Texas. And while we were on the island of Maui, we started getting the alerts that there were cases in Texas. And we were thinking, like, what happens if we don't ever get back to the mainland? Right. And then trying to figure out other plans. But it was that sense of um, the fear of what was going to happen and what it was going to look like. And when we finally made it back to Texas, we thought we would be quarantined for a couple of weeks and a couple of weeks turned into a couple of months. Mm -hmm. And summer 2020 was spent largely in our house. At the house. Right. And I I made jokes a lot with people that Gage had a full... I mean, I guess it wasn't full, but I was calling it his 1980s summer, right? When he was just like at the house, watching TV, mm-hmm. eating snacks. I worked remote some of the time and then had someone at the house with him the rest of the time. But it was, that was wild. It was weird because 
as working moms, yep. we always, well, I know I always plan a summer vacation. Yes. Because I'm not able to be available during the school year. And so I plan with the PTO to take at least a week off during the summer to go somewhere. Because right. I feel as though during a lot of the school year, Roman doesn't have some experiences that his friends do who have work at home moms. Right. 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 Um, so that's not my experience. Like we didn't really get to go places during spring break or on long weekends. So we would always go somewhere during the summer. Right. And that had been our normal probably since he was three years old. Mm -hmm. That didn't happen last year. Yeah. Same for us. I always try to plan something at least a week. And we usually talk about it as a family, make a decision. And then I book it pretty far in advance. I mean, you know how things book up pretty quick. And uh, we had booked the trip mm. last summer. Luckily, because of everything going on, most of the airlines let you cancel and kind of sock the credit away for a future flight. And uh, and so we were able to cancel everything. And then I was able to turn around. And I think I shared last week, we've rebooked that trip. So we're going to Yellowstone in July. So it, it's just a good time for us to spend time together. I do you know, have guilt about not being able to do more things with him during the year. And so it's my big push for us to have some fun right now. Darn it. <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be fun. Now, we talked a lot about what the pandemic looked like for us, either as working moms or um, with our kids being home from school and then homeschooling them. What did Gage's summer vacation look like last year? Was it just video games or did you have family out and about? What what did that look like for you guys? Do you remember? Yeah, it was literally him on the couch in his underwear <laughs> in front of a screen of some type for most, <laughs> most of the summer. I took some time off at some point and it, I think I just hung out with him at the house. Like, I mean, we went for walks and hung and we went outside and stuff. We walked the dog every day so that we, we had some time together, especially since I was working at home for the like half of it, I guess. So he wasn't by himself all the time, but um, yeah, he would probably tell you that it was his favorite summer vacation, mm. which is, you know, I, I don't feel bad about it, but it is interesting that for Gage, I think he would prefer if he could just hang out at the house and have me around a little bit, even if we weren't like, hanging out together he could see me in there walk working or come talk to me um he uh would come in there sometimes and be like oh mom i'm so sorry you have to work all the time like that looks boring <laughs> <laughs> yeah when roman was younger and i worked at the office at the bank where i used to work from 8 a.m to 5 p.m yeah. summer didn't look much different for him yeah. you know he would go to school during the school year and then summer he would go to an all day day camp mm -hmm. or as much as I could try to get him to go to one. And especially when he was much younger, because we would find camps for him to go to. And last year I would try to replicate some sense of normalcy for this kid. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember one time going up to wake him up at like one thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> I said, Roman, you got to get up, buddy. And he just rolled over and looked at me and said, why, mommy? There's nothing for me to do. Aww. And I was like, you're right. I mean, I don't have a, a counter argument to mm -hmm. that. I'm going to tell you something about Gage. This kid, so this is where our kids are so different. First day of summer break for Gage was, you know, a few days ago, about a week ago. And I drag him out of bed every day at 6.15 to get him to school. Every day I have to go drag him out. I have to go in there like three or four times, get him out of bed. First day of summer break, I got up. I got up at... It was a work day for me. So I got up at six. I went in there. The kid's up. He's been up. I'm mm -hmm. like, hey, you don't do vacation right, sir. <laughs> he needs to spend just a few days yeah. here. Yeah. We will break him. 
<laughs> teach him your ways. Yeah. But, but like t- going back to what I was just touching on about the summer camps, one of the problems I've always had with summer vacation, mm. um, and then it's even harder this year now that we're largely open, um, is what to do with our kids. Yes. Summer camps and the people who plan them, I don't know where they did math <laughs> growing up. So the people who are in charge of these programs, because a lot of the programs are 9.30 to 12.30. 9 to 2. No, yes. Yeah. Half days. Yes. Couple hundred dollars a week. And I was like, but you're not even keeping them all day. Right. Which presents a problem for those of us who work full time. Mm-hmm. Because then it's like, well, what am I doing with this kid? Or how am I going to do drop off and, and pick, pick up? up. Yeah. And so I wonder like, well, why is it that summer camps are made so that working moms or mothers who work outside of the home kind of are penalized, right? Yeah, it seems like, I don't know. I don't know that it's done on purpose, but it does feel like it was made to be especially hard. Like (laughs) I ended up having to cobble together three or four combinations of camps or I have to pay for a camp and pay a person to go get him every day and hang out with him for the rest of the day. Or I have to um, put two camps together. And then if somebody can go pick him up from the first camp and take him to the second camp and then I can get him. I mean, it has been a struggle yeah. for sure, ever since we started doing this. And when he was younger, Roman used to do all day camps mm-hmm. at the YMCA or at the local after school program. They did summer camps. Yeah. So it would be full day, be 730 to 430 or 730 to 5. Um, and now that he is in middle school, they don't even offer those anymore. And so it's looking into... Um, types of camp that he likes, similar to what you were saying yeah. with Gage, it's finding half day camps or, you know, some of the camps are 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. When we've already established he's still sleeping. <laughs> Roman is not awake for those camps. Mm-hmm. I was like, can we get on the 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. camp? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You have one of those, my kid would sign up for it. So, so walk me through a little bit about some of the camps that Gage is doing this summer mm-hmm. and why you selected them. Um, I sat down with him and asked him specifically if there was anything he wanted to do as far as a camp. And so we found a couple of really cool science camps that I think he's pretty excited about. And luckily, they're not too far from the house. And the timing isn't great, but I'll make it work, whatever I got to do. And then he wanted to do an art camp. So I found a, a fun art camp. And he picked the topic he liked. And then for the filler, kind of around those three that he chose, he's done this one camp before. It's sort of an all-inclusive, all activities, all ages camp, similar to like the YMCA, but it's private, which equates to more money, obviously. (laughs) So he'll do that for the filler weeks. They do a pretty good job. They have a pretty early drop-off, which is nice, but you have to pay extra for the late pickup. Mm. So whatever. So he'll do that. And they and they do all kinds of things at that camp. So he'll do activities, they'll do crafts, they'll do games and and he enjoys it. I think he'll have a good time. I'm sure he will. Yeah. Now Roman is only in a couple of camps this summer, partially because when we were planning late spring mm-hmm. what the summer was going to be, I think all of us were still kind of not sure what this summer was going to look like. Yeah. You know, I'd started my new job in the middle of April. And um, at the point at the time, Roman wasn't vaccinated, didn't have plans to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And so we, we just didn't know what it was going to be. We yeah. knew that we wanted to, to take a family vacation, but logistically didn't know if that was going to happen. 
And so we get to the point that I was like, well, what is it you enjoy doing, Rowan? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you said, yeah, down with Gage. Well, it sounds some, like fun. Yeah. When we, when the kids were younger, they did camps that we wanted them to do. Right. Yeah. And I'll, I pick. It's like, I picked, <laughs> you're doing Lego camp today. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And the camps that I used to pick for him were camps that either revolved around activities that he was in or revolved around my schedule. Right. You know, and, and my bank account. Yes. So we were looking and saying, what makes the most sense for our family? But now that he's getting older, I really want to be responsive and receptive to the things that he likes to do. Yeah. Here's the problem. My kid doesn't like to do much of anything. (laughs) So with that being said, there are things that he's really, really good at, Mm -hmm. but not things he really likes to do or wants to do. Yeah. Um, He's such a talented graphic artist. He loves drawing. He's very good at drawing. He is really good at playing chess. He is extremely good at playing um, the instrument. None of these things does he want to do at all this Mm -hmm. summer. Yeah. Um, And so for me, it's that fine line between um, gently respecting this young person's wishes Mm -hmm. versus making making him do some stuff. (laughs) Yeah, which is kind of what's best for him. Right. And one of the things that my mom reminds me of, my mom had me in dance class when I was younger and I wanted to quit because I wanted to just sit and watch TV all day. Right. And my mom let me quit dance. When I got to college, I wanted to join a dance troupe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I auditioned and I was um, selected as an apprentice for the dance troupe. But I noticed that some of my friends were more talented because they stayed with dance. And mm-hmm. my mom, one of the few things that she really, really remembers, she remembers me calling her from college, yelling at her, saying, <laughs> why did you let me quit dance? Yes. And so I realized when I had Roman and he wanted to quit the instrument he was playing this summer, I was like, man. We parents, we're damned if we do. Is we're this damned the if we moment? Don't. Yeah. This is the moment where I <laughs> yeah. make, I said, this is the moment where I become my mother. Right. And also it's like, I make this decision that I kind of in my mind know that he's going to regret 10 years from now. Yeah. But do I give him the latitude to make this decision or do I put my foot down and say no? And like any good parent says, and when he asks why, say because I said so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's so hard. Uh, it's like, well, I'm, I'm curious, like, what would you do? I mean, we've done this a few times, you know, when Gage was little and old enough for sports, I overcompensated for my lack of activities as a kid. And I put him in a whole lot of sports mm-hmm. and activities. And part of it was just energy. Act, you know, it's good for kids to run around and get some activity going. But and then slowly, as we realized that he just did not really care for it, and and then it was getting to where it was a fight all the time, where I was having to drag him and fight with him all the way to practice and fight with him all the way back, you know, I was like, all right, if you don't want to do it, we won't do it. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I've I've totally let Gage quit, mm-hmm. and I've made him finish, and I don't know what the right answer is. I'm so sorry. I can't help you. <laughs> it's okay. Just still wondering why you're here. Why you're here. If you're what not good, here. What good am I doing? You got you. None at all. No, please. No, no, no. I think, again, just bouncing it off of people because there are rules. Mm-hmm. There are things that are just not negotiable. Yeah. Like not negotiable are things that are going to make you healthy. Mm-hmm. He said, like, mommy, why do I have to brush my teeth? It's like, because I said so. I was like, because... You're not going to be nasty. Right. right? <laughs> you want to keep your teeth, right? You yes. only get one set of teeth. I was like, this is not. A, he's like, well, I'll right. just, can I just do it tomorrow morning? I was like, no, you brush your teeth in the morning and night. This yeah. is not a negotiable. Right. Like there are certain things that are just not negotiable when you parent. Yeah. It's like you have 
things that we're going to teach you how to do because you are going to be a good human, a good corporate citizen. You're going to be healthy right. to some extent. It's, oh, do I eat my vegetables? Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, well, what if you don't like these certain vegetables? And it's putting down the boundaries and holding those boundaries. Mm-hmm. It gets really, really hard. But then it's the gray area where it's looking at your kid and the personality they have and the person they're becoming that may not be who you envision them being yes. and doing activities you might not have thought you foresaw them doing. Yes. But then do you still embrace it and encourage it? Yeah. I mean, on the point of team sports. I did tell Gage recently, I go, hey, listen, I know you're not in team sports. We've had this experience, but you do need to find a way to move your body just on a regular basis. This is good for you. Make you feel better and, you know, keep make, keep you healthy. Mm-hmm. And I go, so we got to come up with something. So you tell me what the activity is you want. I'll sign you up for whatever you like. And so like he and I decided we're going to take tennis lessons together this summer. So we're finding ways to. Like, is he going to be a superstar team athlete? I mean, he still could, but it's not looking likely. It's just not his thing. But, but you, I told him, I go, but you do need to, you know, take care of your body. And part of that is exercise. So whether it is you just doing a workout here at the house or you just like, we'll just jog the block or whatever it is, we got to find something. (laughs) And then the other thing I told him is like, it's just good to learn something new from time to time and just, stick it out. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is good for your body and your brain to like learn new things. And so I think he likes the idea that we're going to do it together. So I'm trying to find ways to like, I'm trying to help him learn how to like intrinsically motivate himself and take care of himself and recognize that there's more to life than Fortnite. (laughs) You got to get out of this house, buddy. (laughs) So we're trying to find ways around it. So it maybe to your point, if I'm going to form some sort of a compromise with 12-year-old Roman, it might be you pick the activity. Yeah. But you're going to do something. Something. Something, That's right. kind of where we are with it. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that like idea. You're not going to sit around all day and hang out. Like, we need to find some things for you to be trying out and working on and looking into. And if you like, great. If you don't, we'll find something else. Mm-hmm. You know, just something. But pick something and then stick to it. Yeah. Because we want to go ahead and flex that resilient muscle. And then and then understanding that if you choose to do something, there is power and in following through and finishing right. what you start. Yeah, Correct. absolutely. I yeah. love that. I love that. So one of the things that I need to do is follow through with planning <laughs> this summer's vacation. So this podcast family, stay tuned. So again, again I'm traveling a lot with work. Yeah. I don't have my travel schedule set we are already in our third week of summer vacation here because schools get out so early mm-hmm. and we go back in middle of August. So I'm like feeling a little bit of pressure. And because this country has opened up, things have gotten really expensive. Yes. And so looking at how to pay for this yeah. summer vacation trip, and it's not something we, we planned for. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't really planning for a summer vacation this year. Usually what we do is like you, book pretty far in advance. Like if I know we're going to go on a cruise, we know that eight, nine, 10 months in advance. And so I start building a slush fund Mm -hmm. every month so that we're taking care of and able to save the money to pay for that vacation. Because I wasn't really planning anything this year, don't have a slush fund built up. Yeah. So that might um, weigh on what we ultimately decide to do. Yeah. 
So we shall see. Who knows? <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. The I mean, the budget part is hard. Like, I will tell you, I mean, I sat down and signed Gage up for all of his summer camps kind of in like one shot because I just wanted to have it done. I mean, and that was like 15 minutes. I spent like a lot of dollars. A lot of money. A lot of dollars. <laughs> the The figure was astounding. I go, that was a lot of money that just came out of our account in about 15 minutes. Well, I will say in summer 2020, what we were able to do was to save a lot of money. Because True. We didn't go anywhere. Yeah. At all. Yeah. My husband and I both at one point last year were like, man, the cash is piling up in the savings. So, I mean, we yeah. didn't go anywhere. My dry cleaning bill was lower because I wasn't in the office that much. Our gas, I mean, I put almost no miles on my car last year and so gas money was way low. I mean, there was just like all these little incremental changes that just led to us, you know, realizing that we were able to save a little bit more last year than mm-hmm. we typically do. And then, you know, when we booked our summer trip this year, I had the airline credits and that was the biggest chunk of it. So that was already spent. So when I booked, I was like, well, this feels cheap. I mean, I already spent that money last year. Right. So that was helpful. Yeah. I mean, it made me feel good when I was booking. Like, oh, I didn't actually pay anything because I already did. <laughs> but but it's hard. I mean, we know that summer comes every year. Yep. We know that Christmas or the holiday season comes every year. We know birthdays come every year. And so for me, I just need to do a, a better job of accounting for these things yeah. and building up those slush funds yeah. so that I don't feel um, the stress that comes with planning and paying for things in real or in lifetime. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So um, I'm curious. I want to to turn towards the summer's past mm-hmm. and I want to know what your favorite family vacation has been so far. Um, Let me think about this. I think Probably my very favorite, just for nostalgia's sake, was the first time we ever took a trip as a family. And it was when Gage was about three. And it was sort of last minute decision. I was like, we should go somewhere. And we kind of wanted to try it out and see how he traveled, you know. And we just drove down to San Antonio for about a week. And we just did all this stuff. And it was, so it was Gage's first, like, vacation and hotel and um, he was so cute. You know, I mean, three was just one of my favorite ages. And um, we just had the most fun. And we, we realized like, oh, he's finally big enough. Like we could do this kind of stuff. Like we could go do stuff. It'd be fun. I, I loved it so much. Hmm. What about you guys? We are big cruisers. Mm-hmm. So since Roman was three, when we went on first cruise with him, but fun fact, Joey and I were married on a cruise ship. You were? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, we invited 50 of our closest family and friends, and we took a five-day cruise. The cruise stopped in Key West. Mm-hmm. We got off the ship and got married on the beach in Key West, got back on the ship, and it was like a four-day um, reception. It was oh, like party. Fun. Yeah, and our families had never met before then, so <laughs> it was really good time of getting together and getting to know each other. So we loved to cruise. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the couples that we were friends with when we lived in New York they also have sons Roman's age. And so we started cruising together as a family with our two families when Roman was three and their boys were four and two. Okay. And so my favorite cruise probably would be one of the cruises we took with them, a Disney cruise vacation. Oh, I bet that's fun. So Jason and Gage want to cruise real bad and I am against it. Oh. Okay. I don't want to cruise. So I will take Jason and Gage. <laughs> Please. Uh, we know so many people like that mm-hmm. who just love them. They go on them all the time. So well, it's just not for me. <laughs> there are people that, that cruise and love it and people that cruise and absolutely. Yeah, and, and people yeah. that it's just not for them. Yeah. So Joey and Roman want to do like 
camping and national parks and listen. <laughs> it's not for me. That's not for you. Mm-mm. I can see it all over your face. <laughs> I mean, when I have a vision of going and spending time, it is not sleeping on the ground. <laughs> it is not outdoors. There are no bugs. There are no hiking boots. I hear you. Listen, they need to drop me off at some five heart start hotel That's nearby. Right. You can go to the spa. Yes. They can go hike. And they can do what they got to do. Boom, done. But I'm like, it's just not for me. Yeah, yeah. And so again, that's that challenge of what we're going to do as a vacation. But I can guarantee you, it's, it's the person who plans the vacation. Right. It's not going to be. Did y'all going to book a cruise? I didn't think so. <laughs> as she who is in charge of family vacations. That's right. I 100% can guarantee you there will be no camping. My vote is worth five. <laughs> it's the only one that counts. That's true. It's true. So, so we've talked about what our family's dream vacation is, our husbands and our sons. Well, um, before we wrap up today, I would love to hear what your dream vacation is, Tara. Uh, so I have two visions in my mind. Both of them have very blue water. Um, so if I had to pick one, it'd probably be the two I think of are I want to do those bungalows in the water like in Bora Bora. Do you know those pictures I'm talking about? Like, yeah, uh, I love that. But Greece is probably my dream. I'd mm. love to go to Greece. It's on my list. I love it. It's I've been top to Greece. Of my list. You have? Oh, yes. On a cruise? No, I, <laughs> I took myself to Greece back in 2006. It's the only time I vacationed completely by myself. Really? I was there for nine days. I did the Greek Isles. Yes. Well, then, so you need to take me. Next time, I We're will. We're doing that. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> don't know if our husbands will appreciate the fact that our dream vacations don't involve them. <laughs> My husband will not be surprised at all. I'm going to tell you a secret. <laughs> mine neither. Um, so, but actually, my dream vacation. So I, before I got married, before I had my child, I was a, an international flight attendant for mm-hmm. a few years. So I've seen the world. Yeah. Um, and I would love to share some of those experiences with husband and son so yeah. my dream vacation probably would be a two-week european cruise with them okay uh, of course son's way too young to understand and appreciate it but go to um, some of those areas and cities my favorite destination in the world is cape town south africa and really? i i went to cape town with my mom um about 20 years ago and the most powerful travel memory i have was um standing um right in front of nelson mandela's cell at Robin Island mm. and just thinking like this man spent 27 years of his life in this jail cell yeah and he came out bigger than ever I know um, yeah and that was just so powerful for me and kind of um lit something and ignited something in me about my desire for um, always fighting for equity and, and, and social justice so yeah and and hopefully one day I'll get a chance to take a take Roman and see that that would be incredible yes absolutely would be absolutely yeah. would be So yeah, we're in the midst of summertime. It does not seem like it because here in Texas, it's been raining for the last month. It's been raining forever. Yes. Yes. Why is it raining? We need the rain. I know. And also, you know, we know that we, after the rain, the sun will shine again. And it's going to be 110 degrees. (laughs) So let's enjoy it while we are avoiding the heat. (laughs) Before we even know it, it's going to be 110 degrees. That's true. But I think it's just a really good metaphor for what we went through last year. Yeah. I think when we were in the midst of it and and we were suffering and struggling and there was so much uncertainty and and unfortunately so much death and 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 loss. It just seemed like we were in the midst of a downpour. But what we've seen the last couple of weeks is that the sun is starting to shine and we're coming out of it and I think summer 2021 
is going to be one for the record books. Yeah. Um, the fact that we've survived is um is a testament to it, you know. So we honor and those who um who did not. And we know that some people came out of this last year changed and are dealing with struggles, health struggles, mental issues. And we recognize that. But we know that after the rain, the sun will shine again. Thank you so much for joining us this week, guys. We love having you with us. It's been an incredible journey starting this podcast and and expanding our family in such a big way. Make sure that you're following us on any listening platform you're on. That way you don't miss any upcoming episodes. And if you have a moment, please stop and rate the podcast and leave us a review. We love reading those and engaging with you guys. And it helps us reach even more people. Thank you so much. I forgot we launched this podcast in summer 2020. We're coming up close on our anniversary oh. podcast anniversary. It's not too far away. We have to plan something. I, we do. I've, it's been on my mind. I think we're only like we're less than two months away from it. I don't know. I know you and our producer will know. End of July because it was it launched on Gage's birthday. Did it really? It did. That's yes. We launched it on oh. Gage's birthday. So oh. it was July twenty seventh. We got to plan something. We will. We, we will. Did. We're gonna have a big party. So make sure you're following us, guys. You don't want to miss that. Absolutely. So we know that folks are going to be taking summertime travels and. And heading out and hitting the roads and hitting the skies. If you happen to be in your car, just pop on an episode of one of our podcasts and listen. Tune in with your families. Always a family-friendly um, platform here. Share some laughs. Share some good times. And we will be back here next week. Same time, same place. Celebrating DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince <laughs> all summer long. All summer long. So we hope that when you start listening to summertime in your cars or on your Alexa at home or at your beach house or wherever you happen to be, think of us. Shoot us a little message on Instagram and we'd love to hear from you. With all of that being said, guard your health, mental, physical, and spiritual. Take good care. Caught me off guard with those lyrics. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, no, I, I know, like, it. know it. Give me a second. I knew it. I knew it. You knew it. I was like, oh, she's, oh, it. we're doing it. Okay. I was like, is she going to do it? Is yeah. she going to do it? It took me just a second. But I was like, can we do it? We can do it. We did it. Can we do it?